Section 60 of the Book of Household Management. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Victoria Slonowski. The Book of Household Management by Isabella Beaton. Recipes. Chapter 27. Part 2. Rich Baked Apple Pudding 1. 1228. Ingredients. Half a pound of the pulp of apples, half a pound of loaf sugar, six ounces of butter, the rind of one lemon, six eggs, puff paste. Mode. Peel, core, and cut the apples, as for sauce. Put them into a stew pan with only just sufficient water to prevent them from burning, and let them stew until reduced to a pulp. Weigh the pulp, and to every half pound add sifted sugar, grated lemon rind, and six well-beaten eggs. Beat these ingredients well together, then melt the butter, stir it to the other things, put a border of puff paste round the dish, and bake for rather more than half an hour. The butter should not be added until the pudding is ready for the oven. Time. One half to three quarters of an hour. Average cost. One shilling ten pence. Sufficient for five or six persons. Seasonable from August to March. 2. More economical. 1229. Ingredients. 12 large apples, 6 ounces of moist sugar, 1 quarter pound of butter, 4 eggs, 1 pint of breadcrumbs. Mode. Pare, core, and cut the apples, as for sauce, and boil them until reduced to a pulp. Then add the butter, melted, and the eggs, which should be well whisked. Beat up the pudding for two or three minutes. Butter a pie dish, put in a layer of breadcrumbs, then the apple, and then another layer of breadcrumbs. Flake over these a few tiny pieces of butter, and bake for about half an hour. Time. About half an hour. Average cost, one shilling threepence. Sufficient for five or six persons. Seasonable from August to March. Note. A very good economical pudding may be made merely with apples, boiled and sweetened, with the addition of a few strips of lemon peel. A layer of breadcrumbs should be placed above and below the apples and the pudding baked for half an hour. Constituents of the apple. All apples contain sugar, malic acid, or the acid of apples, mucilage, or gum, woody fiber, and water, together with some aroma, on which their peculiar flavor depends. The hard acid kinds are unwholesome if eaten raw, but by the process of cooking, a great deal of this acid is decomposed and converted into sugar. The sweet and mellow kinds form a valuable addition to the dessert. A great part of the acid juice is converted into sugar as the fruit ripens, and even after it is gathered by natural process termed maturation. But, when apples decay, the sugar is changed into a bitter principle, and the mucilage becomes moldy and offensive. Old cheese has a remarkable effect in meliorating the apple when eaten, probably from the volatile alkali or ammonia of the cheese neutralizing its acid.
Rich Sweet Apple Pudding 12.30 Ingredients Half a pound of breadcrumbs Half a pound of suet Half a pound of currants Half a pound of apples Half a pound of moist sugar Six eggs Twelve sweet almonds One half salt spoonful of grated nutmeg One wine glassful of brandy Mode Chop the suet very fine Wash the currants Dry them and pick away the stalks and pieces of grit. Pare, core, and chop the apple, and grate the bread into fine crumbs, and mince the almonds. Mix all these ingredients together, adding the sugar and nutmeg. Beat up the eggs, omitting the whites of three. Stir these to the pudding, and when all is well mixed, add the brandy, and put the pudding into a buttered mould. Tie down with a cloth, put it into boiling water, and let it boil for three hours. Time, three hours. Average cost, two shillings. Sufficient for five or six persons. To preserve apples. The best mode of preserving apples is to carry them at once to the fruit room, where they should be put up on shelves, covered with white paper, after gently wiping each of the fruit. The room should be dry and well aired, but should not admit the sun, be allowed to touch each other but should be kept separate. For this purpose, a number of shallow trays should be provided, supported by racks or stands above each other. In very cold, frosty weather, means should be adopted for warming the room. Baked apple pudding. Very good. 1231. Ingredients. Five moderate-sized apples, two tablespoons full of finely chopped suet, three eggs, three tablespoons full of flour, one pint of milk, a little grated nutmeg. Mode. Mix the flour to a smooth batter with the milk. Add the eggs, which should be well whisked, and put this batter into a well-buttered pie dish. Wipe the apples clean, but do not pare them. Cut them in halves and take out the cores. Lay them in the batter, rind uppermost. Shake the suet out on top, over which also grate a little nutmeg. Bake in a moderate oven for an hour and cover, when served, with sifted loaf sugar. This pudding is also very good with the apples pared, sliced and mixed with the batter. Time, one hour. Average cost, nine pence. Sufficient for five or six persons. Boiled apple pudding, 1232. Ingredients. Crust number 1215, apples, sugar to taste, one small teaspoonful of finely minced lemon peel, two tablespoons full of lemon juice. Mode. Make a butter crust by recipe number 1213, or a suet one by recipe number 1215, using for a moderate sized pudding from three quarters to one pound of flour, with the other ingredients in proportion. Butter a basin. Line it with some of the paste, pare, core, and cut the apples into slices, and fill the basin with these. Add the sugar, the lemon peel, and juice, and cover with crust. Pinch the edges together, flour the cloth, place it over the pudding, tie it securely, and put it into plenty of fast boiling water. Let it boil from one and a half to two and a half hours, according to the size then turn it out of the basin and send to table quickly. 
Apple puddings may also be boiled in a cloth without a basin, but, when made in this way, must be served without the least delay, as the crust so soon becomes heavy. Apple pudding is a very convenient dish to have when the dinner hour is rather uncertain, as it does not spoil by being boiled an extra hour. Care, however, must be taken to keep it well covered with the water all the time, and not to allow it to stop boiling. Time. From one and a half to two and a half hours, according to the size of the pudding and the quality of the apples. Average cost, ten pence. Sufficient, made with one pound of flour, for seven or eight persons. Seasonable from August to March, but the apples become flavourless and scarce after February. Apple tart or pie. 12.33 Ingredients Puff paste number 12.05 or 12.06 Apples To every pound of unpaired apples allow 2 ounces of moist sugar, 1 half teaspoonful of finely minced lemon peel, 1 tablespoonful of lemon juice. Mode Make 1 half pound of puff paste by either of the above named recipes. Place a border of it round the edge of a pie dish and fill it with apples pared, cored, and cut into slices. Sweeten with moist sugar, add the lemon peel and juice, and two or three tablespoons full of water. Cover with crust, cut it evenly round close to the edge of the pie dish, and bake in a hot oven from one half to three quarters of an hour, or rather longer, should the pie be very large. When it is three parts done, take it out of the oven, Put the white of an egg on a plate and, with the blade of the knife, whisk it to a froth. Brush the pie over with this, then sprinkle upon it some sifted sugar and then a few drops of water. Put the pie back into the oven and finish baking, and be particularly careful that it does not catch or burn, which it is very liable to do after the crust is iced. If made with a plain crust, the icing may be omitted. Time. Half an hour before the crust is iced, 10 to 15 minutes afterwards. Average cost, 9 pence. Sufficient. Allow 2 pounds of apples for a tart for 6 persons. Seasonable from August to March, but the apples become flavourless after February. Note. Many things are suggested for the flavouring of apple pie. Some say 2 or 3 tablespoons full of beer, others the same quantity of sherry, which very much improves the taste, whilst the old-fashioned addition of a few cloves is, by many persons, preferred to anything else, as also a few slices of quince. Quinces. The environs of Corinth originally produced the most beautiful quinces, but the plant was subsequently introduced into Gaul with the most perfect success. The ancients preserved the fruit by placing it, with its branches and leaves, in a vessel filled with honey or sweet wine, which was reduced to half the quantity by ebullition. Quinces may be profitably cultivated in this country as a variety with other fruit trees, and may be planted in espaliers or as standards. A very fine flavoured marmalade may be prepared from quinces, and a small portion of quince in apple pie much improves its flavour. The French use quinces for flavouring many sauces. This fruit has a remarkable peculiarity of exhaling an agreeable odour, taken singly, but when in any quantity, 
or when they are stowed away in a drawer or close room, the pleasant aroma becomes an intolerable stench, although the fruit may be perfectly sound. It is therefore desirable that, as but a few quinces are required for keeping, they should be kept in a high and dry loft, and out of the way of the rooms used by the family. Creamed Apple Tart 1234 Ingredients Puff crust number 1205 or 1206 Apples. To every pound of pared and cored apples, allow two ounces of moist sugar, one half teaspoonful of minced lemon peel, one tablespoonful of lemon juice, one half pint of boiled custard. Mode. Make an apple tart by the preceding recipe, with the exception of omitting the icing. When the tart is baked, cut out the middle of the lid or crust, leaving a border all round the dish. Fill up with a nicely made boiled custard, grate a little nutmeg over the top, and the pie is ready for table. This tart is usually eaten cold, is rather an old-fashioned dish, but at the same time extremely nice. Time, one half to three quarters of an hour. Average cost, one shilling, three pence. Sufficient for five or six persons. Seasonable from August to March. Apple Snowballs, 12.35. Ingredients, two teacups full of rice, apples, moist sugar, cloves. Mode, boil the rice and milk until three parts done, then strain it off, and pare and core the apples without dividing them. Put a small quantity of sugar and a clove into each apple, put the rice round them, and tie each ball separately in a cloth. Boil until the apples are tender, then take them up, remove the cloths, and serve. Time. Half an hour to boil the rice separately, half an hour to one hour with the apple. Seasonable from August to March. Apple tort or cake. German recipe. 1236. Ingredients. 10 or 12 apples, sugar to taste, the rind of one small lemon, three eggs, one quarter pint of cream or milk, one quarter pound of butter, three quarters of a pound of good short crust number 1211, three ounces of sweet almonds. Mode. Pare, core, and cut the apples into small pieces. Put sufficient moist sugar to sweeten them into a basin. Add the lemon peel, which should be finely minced, and the cream. Stir these ingredients well, whisk the eggs, and melt the butter. Mix all together, add the sliced apple, and let these be well stirred into the mixture. Line a large round plate with the paste, place a narrow rim of the same round the outer edge, and lay the apples thickly in the middle. Blanch the almonds, cut them into long shreds, and strew over the top of the apples, and bake from one half to three quarters of an hour taking care that the almonds do not get burnt. When done, strew some sifted sugar over the top and serve. This tort may be eaten either hot or cold and is sufficient to fill two large-sized plates. Time, one half to three quarters of an hour. Average cost, two shillings, two pence. Sufficient for two large-sized torts. Seasonable from August to March. Apples. No fruit is so universally popular as the apple. It is grown extensively for cider, but many sorts are cultivated for the table. The apple, uncooked, is less digestible than the pear, 
the degree of digestibility varying according to the firmness of its texture and flavor. Very wholesome and delicious jellies, marmalades, and sweetmeats are prepared from it. Entremets of apples are made in great variety. Apples, when peeled, cored, and well cooked, are most grateful food for the dyspeptic. Alma Pudding 1237 Ingredients 1 pound of fresh butter 1 pound of powdered sugar 1 pound of flour 1 quarter pound of currants 4 eggs Mode Beat the butter to a thick cream, strew in, by degrees, the sugar, and mix both these well together. Then dredge the flour in gradually, add the currants, and moisten with the eggs, which should be well beaten. When all the ingredients are well stirred and mixed, butter a mould that will hold the mixture exactly, tie it down with a cloth, put the pudding into boiling water, and boil for five hours. When turned out, strew some powdered sugar over it and serve. Time, 6 hours. Average cost, 1 shilling, 6 pence. Sufficient for 5 or 6 persons. Seasonable at any time. Baked Apricot Pudding 1238. Ingredients 12 large apricots, 3 quarters of a pint of breadcrumbs, 1 pint of milk, 3 ounces of pounded sugar, the yolks of 4 eggs, 1 glass of sherry. Mode Make the milk boiling hot and pour it onto the breadcrumbs. When half cold, add the sugar, the well whisked yolks of the eggs, and the sherry. Divide the apricots in half, scald them until they're soft, and break them up with a spoon, adding a few of the kernels, which should be well pounded in a mortar. Then mix the fruit and other ingredients together, put a border of paste around the dish, fill with the mixture, and bake the pudding from one half to three quarters of an hour. Time, one half to three quarters of an hour. Average cost in full season, one shilling sixpence. Sufficient for five or six persons. Seasonable in August, September, and October. Apricot tart, twelve thirty nine. Ingredients: twelve or fourteen apricots, sugar to taste, puff paste or short crust. Mode: break the apricots in half. Take out the stones and put them into a pie dish, in the centre of which place a very small cup or jar, bottom uppermost. Sweeten with good moist sugar, but add no water. Line the edge of the dish with paste, put on the cover, and ornament the pie in any of the usual modes. Bake from one half to three quarters of an hour, according to size, and if puff paste is used, glaze it about ten minutes before the pie is done and put it into the oven again to set the glaze. Short crust merely requires a little sifted sugar sprinkled over it before being sent to table. Time, one half to three quarters of an hour. Average cost in full season, one shilling. Sufficient for four or five persons. Seasonable in August, September, and October. Green ones rather earlier. Note, green apricots make very good tarts but they should be boiled with a little sugar and water before they are covered with a crust. Apricots The apricot is indigenous to the plains of Armenia, but is now cultivated in almost every climate, temperate or tropical. There are several varieties. This fruit has a perfumed flavor, highly esteemed. 
A good apricot, when perfectly ripe, is an excellent fruit. It has been somewhat condemned for its laxative qualities, but this has possibly arisen from the fruit having been eaten unripe, or in too great excess. Delicate persons should not eat the apricot uncooked, without a liberal allowance of powdered sugar. The apricot makes excellent jam and marmalade, and there are several foreign preparations of it, which are considered great luxuries. Baked or boiled arrowroot pudding. 1240. Ingredients. 2 tablespoons full of arrowroot, 1.5 pint of milk, 1 ounce of butter, the rind of half a lemon, 2 heaped tablespoons full of moist sugar, a little grated nutmeg. Mode. Mix the arrowroot with as much cold milk as will make it into a smooth batter, moderately thick. Put the remainder of the milk into a stew pan with the lemon peel and let it infuse for about half an hour. When it boils, strain it gently to the batter, stirring it all the time to keep it smooth. Then add the butter, beat this well until thoroughly mixed and sweeten with moist sugar. Put the mixture into a pie dish, round which has been placed a border of paste. Grate a little nutmeg over the top and bake the pudding from one to one quarter of an hour in a moderate oven or boil it the same length of time in a well-buttered basin. To enrich this pudding, stir to it the other ingredients just before it is put in the oven. Three well-whisked eggs and add a tablespoon of brandy. For a nursery pudding, the addition of the latter ingredients will be found quite superfluous, as also the paste around the edge of the dish. Time. One to one and a quarter hour, baked or boiled. Average cost, seven pence. Sufficient for five or six persons. Seasonable at any time. Arrowroot. In India and in the colonies, by the process of rasping, they extract from a vegetable Maranta arundinaceae, a sediment nearly resembling tapioca. The grated pulp is sifted into a quantity of water, from which it is afterwards drained and dried, and the sediment thus produced is called arrowroot. Its qualities closely resemble those of tapioca. A Bachelor's Pudding 1241 Ingredients 4 ounces of grated bread, 4 ounces of currants, 4 ounces of apples, 2 ounces of sugar, 3 eggs, a few drops of essence of lemon, a little grated nutmeg. Mode. Pare, core and mince the apples very finely, sufficient, when minced, to make 4 ounces. Add these to the currants, which should be well washed, the grated bread and sugar. Whisk the eggs, beat these up with the remaining ingredients and, when all is thoroughly mixed, put the pudding into a buttered basin Tie it down with a cloth and boil for three hours. Time, three hours. Average cost, nine pence. Sufficient for four or five persons. Seasonable from August to March. Bakewell pudding. Very rich. One. 1242. Ingredients. A quarter pound of puff paste, five eggs, six ounces of sugar, a quarter pound of butter, one ounce of almonds, jam. Mode. Cover a dish with thin paste and put over this a layer of any kind of jam, half an inch thick. 
Put the yolks of five eggs into a basin with the white of one, and beat these well. Add the sifted sugar, the butter, which should be melted, and the almonds, which should be well pounded. Beat all together until well mixed, then pour it into the dish over the jam, and bake for an hour in a moderate oven. Time, one hour. Average cost, one shilling sixpence. Sufficient for four or six persons. Seasonable at any time. 2. 1243. Ingredients. 3 quarters of a pint of breadcrumbs, 1 pint of milk, 4 eggs, 2 ounces of sugar, 3 ounces of butter, 1 ounce of pounded almonds jam. Mode. Put the breadcrumbs at the bottom of a pie dish, then over them a layer of jam of any kind that may be preferred. Mix the milk and eggs together, add the sugar, butter, and pounded almonds. Beat fill well together. Pour it into the dish and bake in a moderate oven for one hour. Time, one hour. Average cost, one shilling threepence to one shilling sixpence. Sufficient for four or five persons. Seasonable at any time. Baroness Pudding. Author's Recipe. 1244. Ingredients. Three quarters of a pound of suet. Three quarters of a pound of raisins weighed after being stoned. Three quarters of a pound of flour half a pint of milk, one quarter salt spoonful of salt. Mode. Prepare the suet by carefully freeing it from skin and chop it finely. Stone the raisins and cut them in halves and mix both these ingredients with the salt and flour. Moisten the whole with the above proportion of milk, stir the mixture well and tie the pudding in a floured cloth which has been previously wrung out in boiling water. Put the pudding into a saucepan of boiling water and let it boil, without seizing, four and a half hours. Serve merely with plain sifted sugar, a little of which may be sprinkled over the pudding. Time, four and a half hours. Average cost, one shilling, fourpence. Sufficient for seven or eight persons. Seasonable in winter, when fresh fruit is not attainable. Note. This pudding the editress cannot too highly recommend. The recipe was kindly given to her family by a lady who bore the title here prefixed to it, and with all who have partaken of it, it is an especial favourite. Nothing is of greater consequence in the above directions than attention to the time of boiling, which should never be less than that mentioned. Barberry Tart 1245 Ingredients to every pound of barberries, allowed three quarters of a pound of lump sugar. Paste. Mode. Pick the barberries from the stalks and put the fruit into a stone jar. Place this jar in boiling water and let it simmer very slowly until the fruit is soft. Then put it into a preserving pan with the sugar and boil gently for 15 minutes. Line a tartlet pan with paste, bake it, and when the paste is cold, Fill with the barberries, and ornament the tart with a few baked leaves of paste, cut out as shown in the engraving. Time, one quarter of an hour to bake the tart. Average cost, four pence per pint. Seasonable in autumn. Barberries, Berberis vulgaris, a fruit of such great acidity that even birds refuse to eat it. In this respect, it nearly approaches a tamarind. When boiled with sugar, it makes a very agreeable preserve or jelly, 
according to the different modes of preparing it. Barberries are also used as a dry sweetmeat and in sugar plums or comfits, are pickled with vinegar and are used for various culinary purposes. They are well calculated to allay heat and thirst in persons afflicted with fevers. La Bechamel, the three colours, scarlet, green and white, contrasting so well and producing a very good effect. The berries, arranged on bunches of nice curled parsley, make an exceedingly pretty garnish for supper dishes, particularly for white meats like boiled fowl a la bechamel, the three colours, scarlet, green and white, contrasting so well and producing a very good effect. Baked Batter Pudding, 1246. Ingredients. One and a quarter pint of milk, four tablespoons full of flour, two ounces of butter, four eggs, a little salt. Mode. Mix the flour with a small quantity of cold milk. Make the remainder hot and pour it onto the flour, keeping the mixture well stirred. Add the butter, eggs and salt. Beat the whole well and put the pudding into a buttered pie dish. Bake for three quarters of an hour and serve with sweet sauce, wine sauce, or stewed fruit. Baked in small cups, this makes very pretty little puddings and should be eaten with the same accompaniments as above. Time, three quarters of an hour. Average cost, nine pence. Sufficient for five or six persons. Seasonable at any time. Baked batter pudding with dried or fresh fruit, 1247. Ingredients. One and a quarter pint of milk, four tablespoons full of flour, three eggs, two ounces of finely shredded suet, one quarter pound of currants, a pinch of salt. Mode. Mix the milk, flour and eggs to a smooth batter. Add a little salt, the suet and the currants, which should be well washed, picked and dried. Put the mixture into a buttered pie dish and bake in a moderate oven for one and a quarter hour. When fresh fruits are in season, this pudding is exceedingly nice with damsons, plums, red currants, gooseberries or apples. When made with these, the pudding must be thickly sprinkled over with sifted sugar. Boiled batter pudding with fruit is made in the same manner by putting the fruit into a buttered basin and filling it up with a batter made in the above proportion, but omitting the suet. It must be sent quickly to table and covered plentifully with sifted sugar. Time. Baked batter pudding with fruit, one and a quarter to one and a half hour. Boiled ditto, one and a half to one and three quarters hour, allowing that both are made with the above proportion of batter. Smaller puddings will be done enough in three quarters or one hour. Average cost, 10 pence. Sufficient for seven or eight persons. Seasonable at any time with dried fruits. Boiled batter pudding, 1248. Ingredients. Three eggs, one ounce of butter, one pint of milk, three tablespoons full of flour, a little salt. Mode. Put the flour into a basin and add sufficient milk to moisten it. Carefully rub down all the lumps with a spoon, then pour in the remainder of the milk and stir in the butter which should be previously melted. Keep beating the mixture, add the eggs and a pinch of salt, and when the batter is quite smooth, put it into a well-buttered basin, tie it down very tightly, and put it into boiling water. Move the basin about for a few minutes after it is put into the water, 
to prevent the flour settling in any part, and boil for one and a quarter hour. This pudding may also be boiled in a floured cloth that has been wetted in hot water. It will then take a few minutes less than when boiled in a basin. Send these puddings very quickly to table and serve with sweet sauce, wine sauce, stewed fruit, or jam of any kind. When the latter is used, a little of it may be placed round the dish in small quantities, as a garnish. Time. One and a quarter hour in a basin, one hour in a cloth. Average cost, seven pence. Sufficient for five or six persons. Seasonable at any time. Orange batter pudding, 1249. Ingredients. Four eggs, one pint of milk, one and a quarter ounce of loaf sugar, three tablespoons full of flour. Mode. Make the batter with the above ingredients, put it into a well-buttered basin, tie it down with a cloth, and boil for one hour. As soon as it is turned out of the basin, put a small jar of orange marmalade all over the top, and send the pudding very quickly to table. Time, one hour. Average cost, with the marmalade, one shilling, three pence. Sufficient for five or six persons. Seasonable at any time, but more suitable for a winter pudding. Baked bread pudding, 1250. Ingredients. One half pound of grated bread, one pint of milk, four eggs, four ounces of butter, four ounces of moist sugar, two ounces of candied peel, six bitter almonds, one tablespoonful of brandy. Mode. Put the milk into a stew pan with the bitter almonds. Let it infuse for a quarter hour. Bring it to the boiling point, strain it on to the bread crumbs, and let these remain till cold. Then add the eggs, which should be well whisked, the butter, sugar, and brandy, and beat the pudding well until all the ingredients are thoroughly mixed. Line the bottom of a pie dish with the candied peel sliced thin, put in the mixture, and bake for nearly three quarters hour. Time, nearly three quarters hour. Average cost, one shilling fourpence. Sufficient for five or six persons. Seasonable at any time. Note. A few currants may be substituted for the candied peel and will be found an excellent addition to this pudding. They should be beaten in with the mixture and not laid at the bottom of the pie dish. Very plain bread pudding, 1251. Ingredients. Odd pieces of crust or crumb of bread. To every quart allow one quarter teaspoonful of salt, one teaspoonful of grated nutmeg, three ounces of moist sugar, one half pound of currants, one and a quarter ounces of butter. Mode. Break the bread into small pieces and pour on them as much boiling water as will soak them well. Let these stand till the water is cool, then press it out and mash the bread with a fork until it is quite free from lumps. Measure this pulp and to every quart stir in salt, nutmeg, sugar and currants in the above proportion. Mix all well together and put it into a well-buttered pie dish. Smooth the surface with the back of a spoon and place the butter in small pieces over the top. Bake in a moderate oven for one and a half hour and serve very hot. Boiling milk substituted for the boiling water would very much improve this pudding. Time, one and a half hour. Average cost, sixpence, exclusive of the bread. Sufficient for six or seven persons. Seasonable at any time. 
Boiled Bread Pudding 1252 Ingredients 1 and a half pint of milk 3 quarters pint of breadcrumbs Sugar to taste 4 eggs 1 ounce of butter 3 ounces of currants 1 quarter teaspoonful of grated nutmeg Mode Make the milk boiling and pour it onto the breadcrumbs. Let these remain till cold. Then add the other ingredients, taking care that the eggs are well beaten and the currants well washed, picked, and dried. Beat the pudding well and put it into a buttered basin. Tie it down tightly with a cloth. Plunge it into boiling water and boil for one and a quarter hour. Turn it out of the basin and serve with sifted sugar. Any odd pieces or scraps of bread answer for this pudding, but they should be soaked overnight and, when wanted for use, should have the water well squeezed from them. Time. One and a quarter hour. Average cost, one shilling. Sufficient for six or seven persons. Seasonable at any time. Bread. Bread contains, in its composition, in the form of vegetable albumen and vegetable fibrine, two of the chief constituents of flesh, and, in its incombustible constituents, the salts, which are indispensable for sanguification, of the same quality and in the same proportion as flesh. But flesh contains, besides these, a number of substances which are entirely wanting in vegetable food, and on these peculiar constituents of flesh depend certain effects, by which it is essentially distinguished from other articles of food. Brown Bread Pudding 1253. Ingredients. Three quarters of a pound of brown bread crumbs, one half pound of currants, one half pound of suet, one quarter pound of moist sugar, four eggs, two tablespoons full of brandy, two tablespoons full of cream, grated nutmeg to taste. Mode. Grate three quarters of a pound of crumbs from a stale brown loaf. Add to these the currants and suet, and be particular that the latter is finely chopped. Put in the remaining ingredients, beat the pudding well for a few minutes, put it into a buttered basin or mould, tie it down tightly, and boil for nearly four hours. Send sweet sauce to table with it. Time. Nearly four hours. Average cost. One shilling sixpence. Sufficient for six or seven persons. Seasonable at any time but more suitable for a winter pudding. Miniature Bread Puddings 1254 Ingredients 1 pint of milk 1 half pound of bread crumbs 4 eggs 2 ounces of butter Sugar to taste 2 tablespoons full of brandy 1 teaspoonful of finely minced lemon peel Mode Make the milk boiling Pour it onto the bread crumbs and let them soak for about half an hour. Beat the eggs, mix these with the breadcrumbs, add the remaining ingredients, and stir well until all is thoroughly mixed. Butter some small cups, rather more than half fill them with the mixture, and bake in a moderate oven from 20 minutes to half an hour, and serve with sweet sauce. A few currants may be added to these puddings. About three ounces will be found sufficient for the above quantity. Time, 20 minutes to half an hour. Average cost, 10 pence. Sufficient for 7 or 8 small puddings. Seasonable at any time.
Baked Bread and Butter Pudding 1255 Ingredients 9 thin slices of bread and butter 1 and a half pint of milk 4 eggs Sugar to taste 1 quarter pound of currants Flavoring of vanilla Grated lemon peel or nutmeg Mode Cut 9 slices of bread and butter not very thick and put them into a pie dish with currants between each layer and on the top. Sweeten and flavour the milk, either by infusing a little lemon peel in it or by adding a few drops of essence of vanilla. Well whisk the eggs and stir these to the milk. Strain this over the bread and butter and bake in a moderate oven for one hour or rather longer. This pudding may be very much enriched by adding cream, candied peel or more eggs than stated above. It should not be turned out but sent to table in the pie dish and is better for being made about two hours before it is baked. Time, one hour or rather longer. Average cost, nine pence. Sufficient for six or seven persons. Seasonable at any time. Butter. Butter is indispensable in almost all culinary preparations. Good fresh butter, used in moderation, is easily digested. It is softening, nutritious and fattening and is far more easily digested than any of the other oleaginous substances sometimes used in its place. End of section 60. Recording by Victoria Slonowski, St. Lambert, Quebec.